You're listening to the Hockey Podcast Network. New shows every day. Find us at thehockeypodcastnetwork.com or wherever you get your podcasts from. Hello, you're listening to the Hockey Podcast Network. I'm Corey, a.k.a. Bayou Benders, alongside Mason Dixon, and this is Habs Nightly, your hub for Habs content. Welcome back to another episode of Habs Nightly, folks. We're recording this Wednesday night. Um, fucking Christmas is Saturday. There's chaos ensuing in the in the league. But before we get into the tea of it, Mason, how are you doing, bud? I'm doing pretty good. Had my uh, third day back to work today, settling back in, getting all of that workplace gossip I've missed out on for a few months. Uh, no it's got settled in back home my parents haven't quite turned my bedroom into a new office yet so we're still (laughs) comfy but how have you been buddy uh i'm doing good i'm feeling a lot better than i have um i can breathe a lot better again my asthma is not as bad which i'm happy about because i was afraid with covid that it was gonna really affect my breathing like like for the rest of my life, but it's actually getting back to normal, which is amazing. Um, we got a Christmas lunch tomorrow, which just means we're not going to give y'all y'all's full hours at work, but we're just going to get drunk uh, midday, go out to eat. But uh, I think me and my cousin are going to go check out the new Spider-Man movie tomorrow, which I'm super excited about. Um, nothing much, dude, just, you know, just holiday shit uh work is stupid because like all the bars don't want you to clean their beer they don't want you to clean the lines but it would be so beneficial to clean the lines because a lot of places down here stay open for for christmas so you get a lot of people that are from out of town or people that are done celebrating or people that don't celebrate christmas that are just trying to get kind of fucked up so this is an integral time for us to clean these beer lines but some places just aren't having it now, uh, why? How often are you supposed to clean the beer lines? Oh, hold on! Oh, thank you. Uh, <laughs> a beer went down the wrong. Like it, it was like a hard swallow. You know what I'm saying? It was terrible. <laughs> Those are terrible. But um, so it really depends. So there's long drawing, long draw, and then short draw systems. So a short draw system is a box where the keg is literally right under where. The, the the stem and faucet is mm-hmm. that you pour the beer from which is like a kegerator style um type of setup those run about 12 feet you know max not 12 feet i'm sorry you know just n- not that long of a run it's normally like seven feet somewhere around that and uh those get about 12 about two meters yeah 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 please please fucking do the I don't even know the word. <laughs> Please do the the educated swapping to the you know not the metric system or is it? Do we use metric? I don't even know. Uh, just kind of fumble fucking today. But okay, so we, short draw system. We we use metric. Okay, yeah. So so our terrible system. Please please translate for me. So um, normally 
first off, bars, all bars do this. Most of the time, obviously, they do it um, after hours. But in a city like New Orleans, that's not really possible because bars are open 24-7, you know. So we have to do these a little bit more frequent, and the list is a lot a lot bigger than most cities. So um, a short draw, which is a short line, that's all it means, um, you're going to clean those every two weeks. Normally, it normally goes through a little bit more beer. Uh, a long draw system is just, I mean, the longest one we have is the Superdome, and that's the longest stretch of beer line from keg to, um, to faucet, I think, is 900 feet. Um, there's a place called Andreas in That's the city insane. and the cooler is one block away from the draft from your taps. Uh, so, so it's, it's like fucking, a fucking water tower. Basically. So on long draw systems, you're looking at uh, three weeks is our standard. Excuse me about the cough. So, those are normally three weeks, but it really depends on the owner themselves. This is the recommended cycle. Short That's draws disgusting. every two weeks, uh, long draws every three. It sounds disgusting. If you really keep on it, it, you know, if you really keep on it and you're doing it every three weeks or every two weeks, it's not bad. I, no, I, that's what I'm saying. It's gross that it's the yeah. onus is on the owner. Oh, yeah, yeah. There's a lot of owners um, that are like, no, we'll do every other cycle. Which is, it's not the worst. It's not the worst. But what happens if we can't catch you the next cycle? You know, what if there's a Saints game? What if it's a it's a very busy week for us in special events? We don't get around to doing it. So right now there's accounts out there because of COVID. And this is just COVID because a lot of bars can't afford to have drafts. So we haven't been able to clean them in a long time. But a lot of them are clean. It's just they can't have they don't have kegs because they, they're not getting enough customers. Some places haven't been hit in over like eight months. And a lot of it is on the owners not wanting us to clean it. That's disgusting. Yeah, it's 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 a very gross job um, when it comes to shit like that. But it's a very, uh, very intriguing job. I really love it. Um, It's just unfortunate the way that they treat us. Uh, I love it, though, because I love knowing exactly what place is fucking clean. So if I happen to go out that night, I can be like, I just cleaned this or I can go walk to the cooler, look at the date that I signed. And I'm like, OK, this is within my comfort of drinking from this, you know, never drink, uh, the, never drink the other company's shit, though, because they don't clean it at all. You're telling you're telling me this and I'm getting flashbacks to like places i've been in fucking gatineau where they probably haven't Dude. fucking clean. and i'm like oh that's Dude, once i once i got this job and i i just think back to all the times when i'm just like i'm at a bar and i'm just like sipping or i'm smelling a beer and i'm like this just not taste right today it's i don't know what it, maybe it's just a weird k nah dog that shit is gonky gonky snotty fucking shit all in the all say, if you've if you've ever had if you've ever had a beer from the bottom of the keg that's just the worst fucking thing ever why because it's all that's foam? disgusting it's like 
it just tastes like at like I remember one time we went went to a bar and one of my friends got the bottom of the keg mm-hmm. and the waiter comes out and brings it and he says I know it's the bottom of the keg we're getting you another one mm-hmm. and, and you basically get that one for free because it's all aerated yeah so- because it's fucking disgusting like it's so gross it's not drinkable now look I'm not an expert but I think that that flavor comes from so the what we do is basically clean the line itself right so we're running an acid-based very um caustic chemical through the line that's like a degreaser and what it does is it it basically grabs the line and just walks it all the way down and squeegees all of the built-in um air meats beer residue which the the yeast in the beer creates bacteria uh and gives well, yeast that, is that bacteria right yes yeah the yeast is dormant in beer and then it can be reactivated with the presence of air uh, mm-hmm. so when you get the bottom of the keg whatever isn't cleaned if that line hasn't been cleaned you're getting sputters of the backup air in the line along with the beer rushing and trying to spit towards it. So you're just getting an empty line taste with that, with that beer. It's, it's like drinking a flat pop, like even um, in fast food, when you've got, um, it's the same, same similar system. It's lines with the mm-hmm. um, fountain pop. Yeah. When you get the bottom of, of the, to the bottom of the bag. Yeah. Those syrup bags are terrible. Yeah, or if you get um, the CO2, if the mm-hmm. CO2 is like near its near empty, plus me, you can get, you know, that you just, it's a taste fucking flat. Like, I don't know how to describe uh, no. it. It just tastes. Yeah, dude, I, wor- I worked in the kitchen for a long time. I remember when I was a dishwasher, it was my job to change out the fucking bags. And when yeah, you work you at a restaurant, little... you got like, you know, they never have just like three. There's like 18 different types of mm-hmm. fucking drink you could have. So I remember like, we're working and we had car shows and this thing is fucking lighting up. Cause when the bag is over with, it makes like the worst pumping the... noise. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But it's yeah. super loud. <laughs> yeah. And there's so many bags that like I was fumbling around trying to find like the empty box. And then like, you know, everybody's like freaking out, like telling me to hurry up. And I'm like 18, I'm panicking. I'm like, I'm trying, but it's so fucking loud. <laughs> I can't like, I can't find the box. And normally you can just grab the, the line and you could feel it pumping, you know, and you're like, okay, it's this one. Um, those things are nasty as fuck. They're always like covered in, in syrup anyway. So the box is like just the you know grossest what? thing in the world. You know, what was really eye opening to me. Hmm. I also, because I've forever been the guy that does everything at my job. Didn't change when I came back either. Been gone for four months. Three days back, I'm already running the show. But when you're changing pop, and I used to unload the truck, and we get these two liter like bags, but they're in boxes, right? Yeah, yeah, it's a big, it's a brown, awkward rectangle. And when I was younger, I didn't really realize, but I always felt I was like the Coke boxes. I swear they're all two liter boxes, but I swear they're heavier. Oh, absolutely. Those bags are heavy. No, but heavier than like the Nestle, the, 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 yeah. right? 
And I realized it's because Coke has so much fucking sugar in it <laughs> that you can tell, you can notice the difference when you're lifting them up. They're fucking heavy. And that's so gross when you think about it, that I, they're that I much sugar. You do not like difference. soft drinks. Oh, it's disgusting. And I, I can't, I'm, I'm so ashamed that when I was a kid, um, I only drank soft drinks. Like I remember like my doctors were like, Hey, little fat guy, you know, you got to lose weight. <laughs> you need to drink water. And I'm like, water's terrible. I'm not drinking water, you know? So they were like, try to get him on some of that flavored water. That's a better alternative, which I guess is true, but I just hate that. Like all I drink now is water and the occasional Canada dry um, that I hated water. I never drank it, um, and all I drank was, like, sodas. It's so disgusting to me to think about that now. See, I, I have a different kind of disgust because I didn't drink, like, pop, but I drank milk. <laughs> like, until I was, like, 12. Like, I, I would have, a, like, four glasses of milk a day. You're like the fucking, you're like the, that weird family off of uh, It's Always Sunny. Oh, my, like. <laughs> I I drank milk all the time. And I and I I took I got on this acne medication that basically made me like lactose intolerant. And I remember because I was like, fucking acne medication will make me lactose intolerant. And I had a fucking glass of milk. Can't and, have my milk. Oh my god, it was painful. Dude. But I so I don't drink milk nearly as much anymore. Now thinking about it, I'm like, oh my god, that's so gross. Knock four, back milk. four cups of milk a day like didn't drink water just drank milk oh no dude Disgusting. okay so i didn't like milk as a kid because i grew up allergic to chocolate which is so fucking weird but i didn't like the taste of regular milk i loved strawberry milk but strawberry milk's like the ugly cousin you, it's never so gross it's never in school which was, you know, the only thing they gave, they never gave you water in school. They gave you milk. You know, I couldn't have chocolate milk and I didn't like the taste of regular milk. I could have cereal, but that was, you know, because it's fucking, it's just nothing but fucking sugar. Um, so yeah, I wasn't a big milk kid growing up. So um, you say not- cereal is nothing but sugar. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, my f- fuck. US my cereal. favorite cereal. I don't, I don't know if you guys have different cereal. The only cereal I eat is Cheerios. It's my favorite okay. cereal. Nice. I like Cheerios, Honey Nut. Can't do the can't do the I can't, plain one. I can't do Honey Nut or the multigrain. You like regular the standard? Cheerios. Yeah, standard Cheerios. You know what? I'd probably like it nowadays because I'm just such a bland person. Um, as a kid, dude, like the U.S. was marketed to like try these new fucking like sugar bombs like you know like like the most sugariest shit you can fucking find oh i fucking remember when nutella used to be on they used to televise it as a healthy alternative for breakfast that's sick you know what's funny nutella disgusting when did that happen for you like i like up until i'd say i was in high school they were still allowed to televise it as so nutella didn't get popular down here as like no one really knew what the fuck nutella was till i was in like high school really like when you were like a little baby nutella was like really hitting 
like the U.S. markets, and yeah, and they were pushing it as like this hazelnut yeah. spread is fucking you know is twice as good as peanut butter, you know, forty inch. And I'm like, yeah, this shit tastes like straight up fucking sugar, it's fucking crack. chocolate. It's just chocolate. That's all it is. Yeah, it's brutal. It's horrible. It's horrible. Dude, we're, we're like, we haven't said a word about hockey, uh, so let's let's try to fucking should catch, we, should, catch this. Well, train back on the rift i think we've kind of been avoiding the uh the topic <coughs> less less sweet than what we've been discussing in nutella and that is the nhl pulling out of the olympics uh we foresaw this coming i don't think it's a surprise to anyone but the nhl is officially out and they've also called a six-day delay in in games nhl games which except is, for except for what they had one game yesterday. Um, I think it was Tampa versus Tampa versus Vegas. Vegas. Just fucking call a break, man. <laughs> like, yeah, it's a little crazy. It's um, ridiculous. So, so we kind of knew your your feelings on the Olympics, but now that uh, we haven't had a game really since, uh, we'll we'll delve into a bit. How do you feel about the Olympics? How do you feel about the uh, about the NHL? as a whole pulling out of the Olympics. I think it's horrible for the, the sport. I think mm-hmm. it's, you know, I consider myself a little bit, I'd say I'm fairly patriotic. Like growing the sport means that, <laughs> you know, Canada is not going to be on top all the time. Oh, come on. And y'all, y'all are in a redemptive state as it is. The kids beat y'all ass last year. Oh yeah. Roll am I. <laughs> Uh, I don't, what was it ot I don't, I don't know about that luck anyone can win one game but i look i i'd rather canada be number one in hockey all the time but i do think growing the game is important <laughs> in order to keep up with leagues like the nba the even the nfl the mlb like the mlb is only in the u.s I, I don't care what anyone says about the Blue Jays. No one gives a fuck about the Blue Jays unless they're winning. Yeah, unless they're winning. They almost they they had the fucking AL MVP this year and still couldn't get fucking sell out their stadiums. I don't care what anyone says about the Blue Jays. But if the NHL wants to keep up with those two leagues, they need to grow the game. Mm-hmm. And everything the NHL does is shooting themselves in the foot when it comes to growing the game. They don't yeah. know how to promote themselves. They copyright strike everything on Twitter. I found out today because Mike Grinnell posted about it. The Spit and Chicklets cannot post anything NHL related, NHL highlights without it getting copyrighted. Really? Do you not think Spit and Chicklets, you know what? Say what you want. I know people have their issues with Barstool. I bet you there's a there's a ton of new fans just because of Spit and Chicklets. So many because of Ryan Whitney, RA, Paul Bizanet, Grinnell, because of what they do, they grow the game like no one else. Really. Like mm-hmm. I think Gretzky's great, but even Gretzky on TNT, like the man, he does not grow on the game like them, right? TSN mm-hmm. certainly isn't. Ron McLean bumbling on about fucking anything except hockey every goddamn <laughs> Saturday night on Sportsnet doesn't help. So I just the NHL shooting themselves in the foot. And I understand that due to COVID this year was difficult. I'll acknowledge that. 
But the NHL is doing anything in its power, like I said, to pull out of the Olympics. Mm -hmm. They love this. And if the NHL cared, they would have called the season earlier. And what I think the owners need to understand is that they don't want players going because they could be injured and they lose assets, yada, 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 whatever the fuck, who cares? China is a market that needs to be tapped by the NHL. And, the, and that one, those one or two games a year that we do, well, I mean, we haven't done it since <clears throat> since the beginning of COVID, but those, um, I forgot what the fuck they call them, but those like those preseason games or whatever, or the first game of the yeah, season. Yeah, they do them in fucking Sweden. Yeah, yeah. Sweden doesn't need any help. They did the, they did the one in China like three years ago. Forever um, ago. But yeah, you it can't be a one-time thing, you know, like it can't it's be like be one constant. and we'll come back, yeah. Um, and I get that COVID is an issue and I'm not even taught like, fuck, like China is a controversial subject. I understand that the nation, mm-hmm. the government, whatever, not our fucking place to talk about. I don't want to talk about that bullshit. I'm just saying purely from a marketable standpoint, th- there are more people in China than anywhere else in the world. And they have not, no major sport, including soccer, like La Liga, Premier League, uh, the DEL, um, the championship, fucking Syria. None of them have a strong foothold in China yet, let alone the NFL, the NHL. The only one that's coming close is the NBA. And look how successful their league is right now. Mm-hmm. So getting a strong, firm foothold in China is very important. And I understand there are big circumstances revolving around COVID, but I guarantee the KHL is going to be there. And the KHL is going to gain a lot of fans. They already have a team in China. I was about to say, yeah, KHL already has a team. So they've already got a foot. They've already got a leg up. Mm-hmm. And now it's their players. They're going to see Vadim Chipachayov. They're going to see Mit, uh, Mitch, what's his name? Mitve Mitchkov. They're going to see all these Moscow players, these KHL superstars, and it's going to dazzle them. But if they saw Connor McDavid, Nathan McKinnon, Patrick Kane, Austin Matthews, all these guys, like we have, the NHL has better players. And would some players pull out? Yeah. But at the end of the day, I don't think there's any greater honor than to represent your country in some form, some capacity and depriving players of that. While I understand with COVID is, a, I think that's a risk they should be allowed to choose to make. Well, let's just, I know let, let me just cut in. I think yeah. this is the right move this time. I, around. Ag- I agree. Just because, just, just because of the illnesses in, in effect this year. But the fact that we haven't been to the Olympics, you know, in quite some time, I mean, literally since Ryan Whitney was like a fucking young player in the league, um, that's not okay. Was no, they went to Sochi. They went to Sochi. Yeah, that's right. What was that? Yeah. 2014. 14? Which yes. is the last one? Yeah. Uh, the last one was twenty eighteen. And that we so, went. That we that, didn't, that the, we didn't that, go to. Oh, you just the mean, NHL. Yeah, yeah. That okay. the NHL participated in it. Well, at least the players. You know, allowing the players. Um, I, I a hundred percent back the decision this year solely on the COVID problem 
because well, we would just I, come back and have to shut down the entire league more than just a six-day Christmas but break. They're gonna have to fucking shut down the league anyways. My I think my issue is that I agree with what you're saying, but that is, in my humble opinion, not why the NHL is shutting it down. Oh, no, no, no. I don't think that's why they're doing it. I'm just saying I think that personally this one makes sense to me more than the other greedy reasons why we haven't gone the past and couple of years. I just think that the U.S. and Canada are going to send athletes to Beijing in every other sport. Mm-hmm. They Canada, Canada will send a hockey team to Beijing. One hundred percent, they will. Right. So, the NHL deciding for its players. I understand there's a contract, and I get all of that. But I guarantee there'd be players who wouldn't care about the risks. Some would pull out one hundred percent, but. I, I know taking, contracts. You're like taking play. away their their right to make that decision. Is that what you're getting at? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. okay. I can like, I can I can stay behind that. Like in soccer, for example, if a player has a chance to not only okay, soccer has the DEL, which is the German league, the Premier League, mm-hmm. La Liga, Syria, the French League. Okay, that's five major European leagues. They have a myriad of other, the Russian, Turkish, Greek, etc. They all manage, every single one of them, to work together and have pauses in play for international competitions. So when a player has an opportunity to go to the Olympics, the World Cup, the European Championship, etc., they never miss out. Unless teams have them on an injury or something, right? They don't miss out. Mm-hmm. How is the NHL not able to do that? It's not not that they're not able. They they choose to not. And that's know? that's my issue with it. Yeah. Is that it's, it's they're just they got all their chips and they're not they're not giving them out, you know? No. And until that which changes. is why this league is so behind in, in the times i mean the u.s the u.s's mls is more popular in the u.s for viewers than hockey is which is is it really yeah did it, it surpass it, hockey yeah this year um which i understand okay look yeah roll your eyes but uh i mean we're on the subject of soccer i watched the mls cup uh portland versus new york uh, Portland, I've been pulling for them for a couple of years now, um, probably since 2013 uh, when I found out about them. Um, I think you would have liked it. Um, it was kind of a, a – it was a boring game until the fucking end. It went into OT. Um, fucking Portland forced it. But it was, it, was, uh, it was in Portland. So Portland was the host of the MLS Cup that year. And they had a fucking tear. They went on a run to, what to year be was the this? first this year. This it just happened. This year? Uh it happened. I wanted to talk to you about it, but you were taking your finals. Um, okay. So two Saturdays ago, this happened. It was in Portland, MLS Cup. It was the first time the team, um, the team representing 
them ah, fuck Corey. Uh, the, the hosting the hosting team was a team in the finals and it was a close game uh new york got uh, a really easy goal unfortunately the goalie should have stopped this it, it would have been portland's win but uh portland went portland tied it up with like i think they were like at like the 94th minute and they only gave them four extra minutes from penalties and they tied it up, I mean, dead, like, the last seconds of the game to force OT. And then it was a very boring OT that and it went out and went to a shootout, which was horrible. Uh, because you're calling, you're calling it OT, and I'm cringing. I don't know what the fuck call what, what is it? What is it? I don't follow it enough. Extra time. Extra time. Well, it went to extra time. Sorry. Sorry, football fans. Um, it went to extra time. Um, and, unfortunately, they didn't, they didn't win. But uh, well, but that sport like, is getting massive now, and well, I just want to like comment and say because you mentioned because you saw the viewers, the listeners didn't that I rolled my eyes, and I I do that and not as a soccer hater. Corey knows I'm sure I've talked about it a little bit. I played in the best league in Ontario for my age group soccer i did showcasings in the u.s where i was at tournaments where with colleges like duke scouting and i played in tournaments that neymar played in and i was supposed to play for my college this um this past fall like i i've i'm pretty into soccer to say i'm i like to think i'm a decent player soccer is my first more my love than hockey is i just prefer to watch hockey and I roll my eyes because I love the MLS. What? Why are you shaking your head? Oh, no, no, no. My wife came in. Oh, <laughs> I was like, I was like no, 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 we're recording. Um, I roll my eyes. Forgot and... we were filming. <laughs> yeah, I keep. Um, so I loved when TFC was in their championship years. They played the Seattle, Seattle a bunch of years. Mm-hmm. And it was back. I was thinking it was three years in a row they met in the final or something. The MLS is really fun to watch, but the MLS compared to the five leagues I mentioned, and I I call I called them the etceteras, like Turkey, Greek. They're so far beneath those leagues in terms of quality of play mm-hmm. and entertainment value. And the NHL has had such a massive lead over the MLS for decades. Like it, the MLS is when was the MLS found in 1995? Uh, I'll look it up for you while you continue. Late, like early to late nineties, the MLS was founded or sorry, MLS. It's just major league. Nine, December 17th, 1993. 1993 MLS was founded. The NHL has had teams in the United States since the 18 no the early 1900s like mm-hmm. 1920s the fact that this fucking league is lagging behind mls now is not because americans find soccer more appealing football soccer whatever you want to call it because i have for for a long time wished football was bigger and I wish it had more attention in North America because it's my passion. It's my love. But it's because MLS is doing better because they market better. 
And the NHL has this fucking I don't bronze age approach to marketing their game that is failing them and it's failing their fans. Mm-hmm. And until that's fixed, it's going to keep getting worse. Like, when do you, when do you kind of draw the line and say, this is enough? Like this free fall needs to end because we call the big four football, baseball, baseball, basketball, hockey, and the NHL. And it's always kind of been the big three and their little brother. Mm -hmm. I don't think if that's true, like if that continues, if MLS does better for a couple more years in the NHL, it's not the big five. It's the big four still. Mm-hmm. And the NHL isn't there. Cause I don't, the NHL will always be number one in Canada, but there's 36 million of us. There are 300 and how many million Americans you need to make it big in the U S that's where the money is. Yeah, no, you're right. And, uh, I mean, truthfully, if you if you ask the big four this far down south where there's no hockey, um, they'd probably be confused on the last one. Not gonna lie, they'd be like college, college sport, college football, you know, like, and and it's just unfortunate. Yeah, you know? yeah, and it's not because hockey's boring. No, it's, I, it's fucking. Rather... I, I love watching. I love watching hockey with people that don't really follow the sport down here like especially during like when i worked at the bar uh when i worked at turtle bay it was so fun during the stanley cup during during the the playoffs because i put it on all the screens there's no the nba is normally like a week behind so that first week there's no other sport it's a sports bar all hockey every fucking all eight televisions just just hockey so people are just like i've never really watched hockey i'm in new orleans I'm getting fucked up. Let's let's watch it. And then there's always a couple of fans in there that are just rallying around their team or whatever, getting hype. So it causes all the people to watch it. And then I love watching mm-hmm. people, you know, just just sitting back and watching them falling in love with a game. Granted, they probably won't, you know, go on past this to watch it any further. But like watching them watch it, yeah, <laughs> watching them watch it in a bar in New Orleans because they're they're able to, you know, one of the only little islands that allow it. Um, and seeing the passion, like, holy shit, like, these guys are banging, like, they're throwing, they're, they're fucking, like, an occasional fight, you know, just a lot of heavy hitting, very grueling game, and they're just eating this shit up, and they're just, like, wondering why this isn't televised to them. It, it's not in their market, you know, it it's it sucks. That's the, that's the other thing. Blackouts need to, like... Oh, God, blackouts. Disgusting. Talk about Bronze Age. I am not going to go fucking pay $1,500 to watch what I, not literally, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. To go watch the Leafs live because I live two hours away and the game's blacked out. It's that's, not going to happen. That's fucking stupid. I'm going to say, fuck this, and I'm going to turn on fucking NBA, mm-hmm. especially if I'm a newer fan. Like, I don't know if they do it in the, do they do it in the U.S. too? What blackout? Blackouts? Absolutely. Um, so that's, if I'm in- that's that's one of the reasons why I refused. I always streamed. I'd rather fight to find the stream than to pay for you know the NHL package and then find out the only team I'm I want to watch 
the Canadians, you know, at, you know, for the most part, especially for like this, it's like, I'm not going to buy that to have them say, Oh, well, that's not in, that's That's not in your market. That's the other thing that is ridiculous to me. The Montreal Canadians, if if you buy that package are blacked out, it's like, you've bought that. It's the NHL Mm -hmm. package. There shouldn't be blackouts. Yeah. Like let like if it's on CBC or fucking, it's the fucking NHL. It's the NHL package brought to you by the Chicago the, Blackhawks. The but that's NHL, the only games that'll never be not. Yeah. It's the NHL package that you've bought from NHL.com that is owned by the National Hockey League and they blackout games. I don't understand. Chris. Like it just makes no sense to me. It's nice. You know, with that, uh, we said it was going to be short today. Unless you have anything else to add, I uh, got an ad on. read by our sponsors, DraftKings. Um, let's just roll that. So, hockey fans, DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NHL, has a no-brainer offer that makes you a winner once in any shot gets past the goalie. That was a that was terrible. New customers can bet just one dollar on any NHL game and win $100 in free bets if either team scores. The NHL got rid of ties in 2005, so you know someone is going to like the land. If Sportsbook isn't available in your state yet, no worries. Everyone can play for huge cash prizes all season long with DraftKings Daily Fantasy Hockey Contests. DraftKings is giving all new customers a free shot at millions of dollars in total prizes with their first deposit. So remember, download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now, use promo code THPN, throw down just $1 on any NHL game, and win $100 in free bets if either team scores a goal. That's promo code THPN this week at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NHL. Must be 21 or older, New Jersey, Indiana, Pennsylvania only, New customers only, minimum $5 deposit, $1 wager required. It's once per customer. Restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com slash sportsbook for details. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. I can breathe through these now, so it's really nice. Because <laughs> last episode, I was fucking like having a fucking asthma attack. But uh, but yeah, oh, let's, really? yeah, yeah, it was bad. Um. I needed you to talk so bad after that. I had to mute myself and I was just like trying to regather my strength to fit <laughs> to, to, to go on without just like needing to get up and get my inhaler. But um, yeah, as we close out, um, you know, we won't talk to you guys until after Christmas. It'll be what the day after, I believe. Um, so uh, Mason, LOL. What's your what's your favorite Christmas gift you've ever got? Oh, my favorite Christmas gift probably be my Alex Galchenyuk jersey the year after he scored it had a 30 goal score. 30 goals 30 goal score. Yeah. That's what's up, dude. That's what's up. I like that. No. Um damn. Maybe I should have had an answer to my own question. This one's tough. Um, (laughs) It's probably okay. So it's probably like right after, right after Hurricane Katrina. I got, uh, I lost my desktop in the storm, 
Um, this desktop that I have now is the first desktop I've had since the storm. Um, I was always afraid to lose it again. So I bought laptops and then just ruined them. Um, but I got, I got a gateway laptop that was a reversible screen. So you could like spin the monitor and lay it down and it would click in. And then it had a drawing pen inside of it. It was for like college taking notes, but I used it to do digital art. And, um, I think that's probably one of my favorite, uh, gifts I've ever gotten for Christmas. That shit was sick. No, it makes sense. Um, fuck me what else what else is there we had some christmas related stuff and we got super off topic um, oh it's all good uh, i mean well i mean the the league's on hold we've already we mentioned that we're not mm-hmm. going to beijing um we've already threw our statements out about that um yes, sir. oh about christmas movies you're a big christmas movie fan no no you don't like movies? christmas movies no i just hate christmas movies Oh man, they're all the same. Yeah, for the most part, like you, you can you. I like I love. Do you, is there vacation. like one? Okay, I was about to say, is there like one you watch once I a year? I watch Christmas Vacation and I watch a Christmas Story. We watch a Christmas Story every year at my house. Uh, I don't know if it's I don't know if it <laughs> is in Canada, but I think TBS owns the rights to the Christmas Story. Um. So they play it 24-7, Christmas Eve and Christmas Day. Oh, so, so, but but hear me out. So, it, yeah, it sucks. It sucks. Um, but it's really nice. I remember I'd get off of work. This is when I was in college. So I'd get off of work at Turtle Bay at like 4 in the morning. Um, and all the homeless people in New Orleans would be like laid up by the bar across like catty corner <laughs> to us. And they would all just be sitting up against the wall and the bar would leave the Christmas story on, you know, obviously like it's the bar would close that bar did. We did not, the bar would close, but they would keep the TVs on. So like all like the homeless people would like lay up against the wall and it was like a movie night for them. And they watched Christmas story all five years that I worked there. And I remember that I will, I'd get off and we'd save all the messed up food from the night and go give it out to them. And they basically had like oh. a free a free dinner and watched a Christmas sick. story for fucking like ten hours, you know. <laughs> just getting dude, they would get fucked up. They would get fucked up and just watch this movie. Like you can't hear the you can't hear it, you know. But they would just be like watching it, you know. So because I mean, I'm sure everyone has seen that movie at least once. So um, a lot of people know it by heart, you know, for the most part. Oh. But they would leave it. They would oh. leave it. A, yeah. Oh. Yep. <laughs> they would leave the subtitles on so they could watch it. So I always liked that. And we kind of did our part. And at least I did. My friends maybe weren't as caring as I was, but I was like, fucking too, you know. I have a I have a heart, you know. <clears throat> but look, man. Um I'm gonna get get you back to your family. Um sick Montreal Maroon jersey behind you, dude. I love that. Can't wait to put stuff yes, on my sir. wall. Can't wait to put stuff on the wall. Just fell off. Oh, just fell off the wall. Authentic Montreal Marines jersey that cost me way too much money, but (laughs) very sick. It's all right. I spent like two hundred dollars on a on a New Orleans brass jersey. That's a um a heat printed. It's like not. It's not not like an authentic one. It's like a heat printed uh logo. But I wanted it. I wanted it bad. I (laughs) tore it off. So I was like, oh my god, like. 
I just want something, you know, like I want more New Orleans stuff or Louisiana yeah, hockey. Right. But folks, let's uh let's wrap it up. Mason, you got anything else to say, bud? No, that'll be it for me. Okay, man. Uh folks, thank y'all so much for tuning mm-hmm. in. We hope you guys have a wonderful holidays, not just Christmas. Um, whatever you you and your family or just you yourself um celebrate. If you don't celebrate, we still hope you have a great weekend then. On my behalf, this has been Habs Nightly. Thank you all so much for listening. And we hope you guys have a great weekend. Have a great time. Don't drink and drive. We'll talk to you guys again after Christmas. You're listening to the Hockey Podcast Network. New shows every day. Find us at thehockeypodcastnetwork.com or wherever you get your podcasts from.